Our text for this morning's meditation on this Transfiguration Sunday is from our gospel reading we heard a few moments ago from Matthew chapter 17. These uh, three words, listen to him. So our text, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, of all the things, of all the things that our Lord, our loving Heavenly Father could have said about Jesus, his Son, our Lord, on the Mount of Transfiguration there. Of all the things that our Father in Heaven could have said about Jesus, it seems somewhat puzzling that all that He says, all that our Father in Heaven says about His beloved Son in whom He's well pleased is, listen to Him. Listen to Him. I mean, think of the prophecy of the Christ and the prophet Isaiah. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and he shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. From the sheer point of view of data, there's more there than the three words of the Father on the Mount of Transfiguration. Listen to him. And think here of the song of Simeon. Lord, now you're letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation. Have you prepared in the presence of all people a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for the glory of your people Israel? There's more there too, isn't there? More there too. And what are the words of John the Baptist? Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That's powerful. That's informative. That's helpful. But simply listen to him. Listen to him. What's going on there? Not much, seems, until we realize what, in fact, is all involved in listening to the Son. Listening to the Son of God and listening to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. For listening, it's more than just hearing, isn't it? Listening is more than just hearing. Oftentimes, listening means simply obeying. Obeying, like when a child isn't paying attention when his mother's telling him what to do. And so the father says what? Listen to your mother. Listen to your mother. Meaning really, obey your mother. Listening can also mean belief. As when we try to tell someone something, something very important, and they don't believe what we're telling them. They don't believe it. And so in our desperation, we can find ourselves crying out, you're not listening to me. Meaning, you don't believe me. You don't believe me. So let's run with that idea. With that idea, the idea that when the Father says, to the, uh, says of the Son to Peter, James, and John in the Mount of Transfiguration, listen to him, what he's saying is, believe what he says. Believe what my Son says. Believe what Jesus says. But that can be a hard one, can't it? That can be a hard one. It can be hard for us because well, there are just so many fascinating and interesting and compelling voices out there today that we would rather listen to, that we would rather believe, that we would rather hear. These are people coming to us via the radio, television, podcasts, YouTube videos, and other ways, people who say to us what we want to believe. 
what we want to believe about the world, what we want to believe about people, what we want to believe about history, what we want to believe about politics, what we want to believe about this and want to believe about that. That's what these people are saying. And so we gladly, we gladly listen to them. Well, that's different, Pastor. That's different. That's the world. That's life. That's our day today. Jesus is religion. Jesus is even my Savior. And as long as Jesus is my Savior, as long as I believe in Jesus, my sins are forgiven and I can think about the world. I can listen to the voices of the world and believe those voices to the extent that I wish. But if that's true, what is the kingdom of God? What is the kingdom of God within this world? The kingdom of God for which we pray every time we pray the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come. The kingdom that comes to us when the Holy Spirit is sent to us so we believe God's holy word and live godly lives here in this world. What is the kingdom of God? That is, as we read in Romans, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Let's answer that. The kingdom of God is what enters our hearts when we listen to the Son. Yeah. The kingdom of God is what enters our hearts when we listen to the Son, when we listen to Jesus, when we believe what Jesus says to us, that Jesus truly is the one who, through his life and death and resurrection, has overcome this world. And that does mean the voices of this world, the contemporary voices of this world. So that in listening to Jesus, we not only have the righteousness that comes to us by means of the forgiveness of sins, but the peace that comes from the knowledge that Jesus, he's the Lord of heaven and earth, and the joy of being in union and communion and fellowship with him. So we can't qualify our listening to Jesus by putting it in our religious basket or our Sunday morning basket or our daily devotional basket. We must simply listen to Jesus. That means that we live each day in each by believing Jesus for what happens if we don't listen to Jesus. What happens if we don't believe what he says to us? Our damnation. Our damnation, that's what happens. What? What? Our damnation is based upon whether or not we listen to Jesus? Huh? Well, think about it. Think about it. So often we assume that damnation, that is an eternity apart from our Savior, is based upon the things we've done in this life, on our missteps, our misdeeds, our sin. So consequently, if we do a decent job in life, have a few friends, take care of our families, stay out of jail, stay off drugs, we're doing okay. We don't need to worry about damnation, about hell, about eternal judgment. Yeah, we're not perfect, but we try. We try. Most of the time. Startling to us, then, should be the fact that what truly damns, and the only thing that damns, is unbelief. That is not believing that Jesus is our Savior, living according to that faith. 
So John 16, when the Holy Spirit would be poured out upon the church, he would convict the world of three things, of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, the Holy Spirit would convict the world of sin through the preaching of the word because the world does not believe in Jesus. And not, not believing in Jesus, it doesn't receive the righteousness and holiness that he is. That's why we read in Mark that when Jesus first appeared, he appeared preaching. This is this first sermon from Jesus that we read about in Mark. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. That is, listen to me, the Son of God, the Son of the Father. He who has ears to hear, listen. Listen to me. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. That is, listen Listen to me. Listen, the hymn puts it. Listen, God is calling through the word inviting, offering forgiveness, comfort, and joy. But isn't it apples and oranges, Pastor? Shouldn't we be listening to the world to get along in our daily lives, but listen to Jesus, to the Son, to our Lord for our eternal life? Isn't that how it works? Hmm. How's that been working for you? I think one of the first things I heard Clay, Clay Harris, say in a meeting over 20 years ago now here was, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight. Proverbs 3, 5. I heard him say that. And I remember thinking, Who is that guy? (laughs) And we've heard it from him countless times since. And it's true, isn't it? It's true. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't rely on your own insights. Repetition is the mother of learning. Thanks, Clay. Then there's Psalm 131. O Lord, my heart's not lifted up. My eyes are not raised too high. I do not occupy myself with things too great, too marvelous for me. And one of Matthew 6, the words of our Lord to which we are to listen, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Let the day's own trouble be sufficient for the day. Listening to Jesus, we believe his holy word. We believe what he says about himself, that he is our Lord and Savior from sin and death and the devil, his death being an atoning sacrifice for our sin, his resurrection from the dead, proof that he has indeed justified us before our Father in heaven. But what flows from who Jesus is and what bubbles up from our faith in him is our life in him, our life of listening to him and how he describes our lives and how he would, by his Spirit, have us live and how Jesus would that we daily be like him. That is, live daily in righteousness, daily in peace, daily in joy. Now, psychologists tell us, psychologists tell us the key to a good understanding of ourselves, the key to a good self-image, to confidence, is positive reinforcement, is encouragement, is being told that what we are doing is good and how we are is beneficial and our presence is valuable. The problem is that negative assessments of ourselves and even the world around us can be so constant that anything positively encouraging 
is quickly overwhelmed. Why? It takes five positive comments to overcome just one negative comment. Five positive to overcome one negative, so the latest studies. But why, why, why do we need to participate in this game at all? positive and negative of a daily life of descriptors of ourselves and the world around us that can give us a, a, a glimmer of hope perhaps for the day. Why in short should we listen to the sons and daughters of this world? Why should we listen to them and not simply to the Son of God? So why do we need to live in the kingdom of this world and not live in the kingdom of God? which the Holy Spirit has given to us so that we do, in fact, listen. Listen to the Son of God. Listen to His Word to us every single day and then live godly lives, live lives of the kingdom of God in the here and now, lives of forgiveness and comfort and joy, as the hymn puts it. It's our loving Heavenly Father who on the Mount of Transfiguration spoke to the apostles Peter and James and John saying simply to them that Jesus was His beloved Son and they simply need to listen to Him. And the same holds true for us. Amen. Now may the peace which passes all understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. We rise and sing the offertory.